Welcome to Endure the Fire. This is your host, Andrew Fultz. My hope is today you will leave motivated, equipped, and encouraged to endure the fire that you're facing today in your life. Thank you for joining. Let's jump right on in. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be back with each and every one of you again today. We've been off a uh, couple of weeks, about two weeks off. We wasn't able to uh, record a podcast episode, but I'm so glad to be back with you today. It's always an honor to uh, be speaking with you and hope you enjoy this uh, podcast. And uh, we always appreciate your support. And uh, we got just a really quick uh, podcast episode for you today. Uh, And I'd really like to touch on this subject. I've been on my mind here for um, just a little bit, and I'd like to go ahead and uh, uh, look over it today. And uh, and it comes from the Word of God in the book of Luke, uh, the book of Luke chapter 18, starting at verse number 1. It's it's one of, if not my favorite parables uh, in the Bible. And I know uh, uh, my congregation, our, our members at our church, they've heard this uh, many, many times. And, uh, and as long as they stay there, they'll probably hear it many, many more times. I just love this um, <clears throat> portion of Scripture. And uh, it really, uh, you know, I'm not for sure about everybody else, but it really speaks to uh, my life. And it uh, really speaks to things that I have went through and, and I've watched it work. So I, I'd like to just share it with uh, with you all today. And if you want to follow along with me in the book of Luke chapter 18, of course, starting at verse number one, very familiar, but I love it. <clears throat> and the scripture uh, starts out, uh, and he spake a parable unto them uh, to this end. So we know right off the bat here, uh, just real quickly, uh, when he is speaking in parables, of course, he is given an illustration. Uh, and it's an illustration to uh, teach us a lesson, if you would. So let's start back over. And he spake a parable unto them, <clears throat> unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now that's uh, that's a lesson I think that we all can be taught if we're if we are very honest and uh, if we would really come clean about our spiritual life. Um, I believe that lesson is very valuable to every one of us. No doubt, we've we've all been there before in that situation or that sickness, that uh, trial, temptation, uh, trouble uh, that we, um, you know, our uh, fleshly and our mind, our carnal mind. Uh, we want to give up, don't we? We want to quit. We want to throw in the towel. Uh, we don't want to give that prayer request in no more. We don't uh, want to make that request known unto God anymore. But here's a great lesson to us that men, women, boy, or girl, that we ought always to pray <clears throat> and not faint. Now, that word faint, of course, that you know means lose heart or, in other words, to give up. So starting in verse 2 here, we find um, the lesson. He said, verse starting in verse 2, he said, Saying there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. In other words, this uh, judge, he didn't, re, um, he, he didn't fear God. He didn't respect man. And uh, there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him, that judge, of course. And she said, Avenge me of mine adversary. Uh, in other words, help me against him. Uh, now, you can only imagine this <clears throat> this poor widow woman 
Uh, no doubt she was uh, financially broke. Um, no doubt <clears throat> mentally she was broke. Uh, no doubt she was uh, what we would say she was scraping the very uh, bottom of the barrel. Amen. Not uh, not having any hope, not in, having any authority or connections. Be, because if she did, she would be using those. But here she was coming herself as a widow uh, that didn't have any anything going for her. And here she was asking this judge, inquiring of him. Now you gotta, you just gotta think a moment about this judge. This judge, he did not fear God, <clears throat> so he didn't. He was not. Um, he, he was not respecting the fact uh, on the spiritual side that she was a widow. Um, he did not have the godly love for this woman. He did not have the um, compassion or the mercy or uh, you know anything that he should have toward her. And in, in the next part, it said that uh, he, he did not regard man. <clears throat> he had no respect for man. Um, so in other words, he, he, he really could care less uh, that this widow was in the shape that she was in. Uh, no doubt uh, she was no, uh, she was no um, <clears throat> help to him. She was no uh, help whatsoever. She could not benefit him. Um, she was really, if you want to look at it carnally, she was what we would say beneath him. Uh, and, and so there was really no connection here. They, uh, you know, if, if you think about it, um, she didn't have no hope. Um, she didn't have no chance. Uh, she was she was really just grasping for straws. Amen. They, they was, common sense would tell you that, <clears throat> this was not going to work out for her, okay? Uh, you, know, you know it, I know it, amen. And there was a widow in that city, and she came to him. And verse 4 said, and he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming, she weary me. Now, here, here's the thing. Now, before we get to uh, verse 4, <clears throat> or at least the middle part of verse 4, and you forgive me today about my voice. I'm, I apologize about that. Uh, but verse 4, right there from the beginning, uh, you know, that's where we're sort of all in the same boat. He would not for a while. Now, that's sort of what we would expect, amen, on the carnal side. We, uh, No doubt none of us would think that he was going to do anything uh, for this woman, amen, she, she didn't have no hope, uh, she didn't have a chance in the world, but here's the key here I want us to look at today, and if I can encourage you by the help of the Lord, this is where, I, uh, where I'd really like to encourage us today, uh, but the Bible said uh, about the next line down, they, if you look at it, it said, and he would not for a while, then it said, but, uh, that but word, B-U-T, Afterward, but afterward, he said within himself, uh, though I fear not God, uh, nor regard man. Now, you see, he wasn't letting go of his pride. He wasn't letting go of his uh, his carnal side. He said, even though I don't regard man, I don't respect God. He said, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And today, by the help of the Lord, that's uh, really where I'd like to uh, just touch uh, base with everybody today, amen, on simply, amen, the power of persistent prayer, amen. 
uh, the power of persistent prayer. Now, uh, we got a lot of people in our land today. You see it. I see it. We all uh, no doubt see it. Um, they, they're they pretty comfortable about praying a prayer. Amen. Uh, they they are they are comfortable with uh, giving a uh, prayer request to church. Amen. They're they're comfortable of asking their uh, their most confident people, uh, Amen, uh, to pray for them. Amen. Uh, they're comfortable with that. And and I'll go even a step further. Uh, the devil, I believe, is uh, comfortable with uh, with maybe just a you know simple prayer. Amen. But there's something about that we can find in these portion of Scripture about that persistent prayer. Amen. Now, if you begin to look that word persistent up, um, it, one definition of the word persistent means continually, firmly, or abstainingly in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition, and I, f- I feel today that that uh, that fits the bill of this widow woman. She uh, she had difficulty, man. She she was basically a nobody. She was basically someone that uh, didn't have no hope, man. And she had the ultimate opposition. She she was coming to a judge that did not feel sorry for her, did not care for her, and 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 to even make matters worse, didn't even respect God. Uh, so, you know, she was without hope, 100%, no hope. She didn't, uh, apparently she didn't have no connections. Uh, she didn't have no family that could talk to anybody. She didn't have no money in the bank account to, uh, to maybe pay him off or to get his attention. Um, so she was against all odds, amen. But the beautiful thing about this scripture was that even though that she was up against difficulty, even though she was uh, up against opposition, this lady would not stop. Amen. This lady would not quit. Amen. And, I, and I'm telling you today, if we could ever, as the church, amen, as the people of God, if we could ever get this mentality, amen, that this woman had, amen, and that mentality is, sim- is simply persistency, amen. She was persistent, amen. In other words, she she would go back and she would be rejected. She would go back and be rejected. She'd go back and be rejected, amen. And there's probably people right here listening uh, to this episode that if if I could see you, amen, if we was in uh, like a church service, you'd probably be lifting your hand and shaking your head and uh, no doubt probably saying, hey, I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat, amen. I, I go to God, but I'm rejected. I go to God and I feel rejected. I, I pray and nothing happens. I, I give him prayer requests, nothing happens. I get in the prayer line, amen, nothing happens, amen. Well, I've got good news for you today. You're not the first person, amen, that ever went through that, amen. You're not the first person, Amen. That ever have that opposition. Amen. You're not the first person. Amen. That had to learn how to be persistent. Amen. This widow woman, she had to learn it. Amen. Amen. But here's the key today. Amen. Even though she was rejected, even though she would get what felt like was the absolute uh, no answer. Amen. This woman would not stop. Amen. She kept going back. She kept going back. 
she kept going back, amen. Now, Scripture don't teach us, amen, how many times she did go back, but I can just imagine, amen, every chance that she would get, amen, she would go back, amen. No doubt if it meant, amen, to mess up his breakfast, she was going back, amen. If it was messing up his lunch, she was going back, amen. If it was messing up his supper or his evening free time, this woman was going back, Amen to this judge. Amen. And listen what the Bible goes on to say. He said, yet because this widow troubleth me, he said, I will avenge her. In other words, I am going to give her justice. Amen. In our terms, I am going to answer her cry. I am going to answer her prayer. And it wasn't because <clears throat> it wasn't because he had a change of heart. It wasn't because that uh, he started feeling sorry for it. For her, it wasn't because he he had an experience with God. It wasn't because he became a, a better, brighter man. No, sir, no, ma'am. He said, lest by her continual coming, she weary me. Amen. In other words, <clears throat> he couldn't handle it no more. He was tired. He was tired of her coming. He was tired. She, she no doubt, she got on his nerves to a point that he, he didn't want to see her face no more. He didn't want to hear her voice no more. He didn't want to hear this request no more. He was, he was at his breaking point. Not only was she at her breaking point, but he had got at his breaking point. But this is where I continue to read with us. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust just saith. Amen. So this is very important. The Lord gave the illustration. He said, listen what he said. And Jesus goes on and said, And shall not God <clears throat> avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Now, did you just hear that right there? Let me read that starting again at verse 7. And shall not God avenge? Now, listen at verse 6. He said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. Now, what did he say? He said, yet because this widow troubleth me. He said, lest by her continual coming. Now, Jesus made that a fact. He said, listen what the unjust just saith. And then he goes down to verse 7. And shall not God avenge? In other words, protect, move forward, answer that prayer, move in that need. Amen. Come on the scene in your life, his own elect. Amen. Are you one of God's elect today? Amen. Are you one of his, amen, children today? Amen. Well, preacher, I, I've been in the storm so long. I don't know if I am or not. Listen, the storm can't take your name out of the book of life. Hallelujah. Amen. The sickness you got can't take your name out of the book of life. Amen. That trial, that trouble, that, that miracle that you need, that cannot take your name out of the book of life. Amen. Only you can do that. Amen. Thank God. Sin is the only thing. Amen. That can separate you from God and it takes you to do the sin. Amen. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear with them? He said, I tell you. Now listen, listen what a promise we get in verse number eight. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. And that word, the word speedily, amen, it means at once. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth, amen. 
What a promise that is. And, and I am living proof today of that promise. When the Lord has moved in our lives, amen, when he's moved in my life personally, amen, whether it, all kinds of things in my life, he's moved financially, he's moved physically, he's done miracles, he's healed bodies, he's moved in the impossible, amen, you, you name it, amen, there's so much, I could write a book or more, amen, on the things that God has done, amen, and, and that don't even do the justice, it would take more than one book, amen, but he has done so much, but I like what the word Jesus used there, he said, speedily, listen, when the Lord has moved in my life personally, amen, when that answer come, when that healing come, there wasn't nothing else, amen, the devil could do about it, amen, when that miracle happened, there was nothing else the devil could do about it, Amen. When that answer come, there was nothing else that the devil could do about it. And I want everybody to be encouraged out there today to know this. I know the devil doesn't tell you that. I know that the world doesn't tell you that. I know all the, the negative and the naysayers and, and all of those, but they never tell you that. But I can tell you today, amen, by the, by the word of God is our proof that when the Lord moves in your life, they ain't enough devils in hell. Amen, that can beat you. Amen, thank God there ain't enough devils in hell when he heals that body. Amen, can bring it back again. Amen, there ain't enough devils in hell when he gives you that miracle. Amen, can destroy that again. Listen, if God is for you, child of God, who can be against you? Now listen, I, I, re, I give honor to where honors due. There's doctors out there that has great intentions. There's doctors out there that <clears throat> has great knowledge. And uh, no doubt would help you, amen, however they can. And I respect that and I appreciate them. But here's the deal. When God heals your body, amen, they have no more say. There's some, there's some good folk out there that will fight for families and try to help families. But here's the deal. When God fixes a family, there's nothing else, amen, they can do about it. Amen. When God saves that drunkard or that drug addict, the world may have them cast out as, as far as they can be cast out, but guess what? They can't do nothing about it because when God moves in your life, amen, there ain't enough devils in hell can ruin it. Amen. Amen. Go over, if you would, to Matthew chapter number 7. Amen. Verse 7. He said, Jesus, this is Jesus talking. He said, ask, and you shall be given, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more, now catch that, how much more, Shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Amen. What a promise. Amen. What a promise that is. There is power today. Amen. In that persistent prayer. Amen. There is power. Amen. In that persistent prayer. You say, well, preacher, I, I've been praying so long, I feel like giving up. Amen. Preacher, I've been praying so long, I feel like throwing in the towel. Amen. You know what? Carnally, I've been there. Amen. Uh, uh, fleshly, I've been there. I, I, I prayed so long that 
I didn't want to name it again. Amen. I didn't want to pack it again. I, I've been there. Now, I'm not saying our situations is the same. Don't ever think that. But I, but I felt that same spirit. Amen. So you've, you've prayed about it too long. Move on with your life. Amen. Go on with your life. Amen. Turn over to the book of James, chapter number 5. Amen. Listen what he said here. Starting at verse 13. He said, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if, if, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another. And pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, that word effectual means the unceasing. Sounds a lot like persistent, doesn't it? The effectual, fervent, in other words, serious prayer of a righteous man. And that goes for woman, boy, a man, woman, boy, and girl, man, all alike. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. So, amen. I know this is a, a short podcast episode today. Amen. But let's, let me, amen, if I can, by the help of the Lord, encourage you. Amen. Get a hold of that persistent prayer. I know, I know by experience you're tired. I know by experience, amen, you feel wore out. You don't feel like even mentioning it again in your prayers. You don't feel like giving it in prayer requests. You don't feel like getting in the prayer line. Amen. You, you don't even feel like acknowledging it. But let, let me encourage you today, amen, and let you know that persistent prayer works. Amen. I know you're up against the obstacles. Amen. I know you're up against oppositions. I know the forces of hell, amen, are against you. But guess what? I got good news from you for the word, from the word of God. He said, upon this rock, he said, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, you come to the throne of God, throne of grace, boldly. Amen. That you may obtain that grace. Amen. Be persistent in your prayers. Amen. Wake up and if God's not moved this morning. Amen. Look for him at noontime. Amen. If he's not moved, moved by noontime, look for him at supper. If he's not moved by supper, look for him at bedtime. And if you keep looking for that, I'm telling you, one of these times, amen, you'll be looking for that blessing. You'll be looking right at that blessing that you've been praying about. Amen. He'll make, even though you've prayed about it for years, even though you may have even expected it at times, you'll be shocked if you're very careful, amen, when you're looking at what God has done for you. Be persistent in that prayer. Thank you all for tuning in. Very short episode today, but amen, be persistent in your prayers. May God bless you. Till next time.